This episode is brought to you by Novella Mattresses. I watch shows like My 600 Pound Life all the time, and I see those people who are bedridden. If you were bedridden, would you want to live your entire life on an uncomfortable mattress? I think the answer is a solid no. That's why you need a mattress from Novilla. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress, perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369.99. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Ever since I got this mattress, I've been struggling to get out of bed in the morning because it's so comfortable. Even Frank loves it as it's his favorite bed in the house. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links and promos, you directly support this show. What is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Uh, once again, it is your boy, Shweezy. Some of you may call me. And some of you may have clicked here uh, for this particular reason. Can anybody tell me what can I do with these ladybugs? Because there's multiple things you could do. You're listening to Cancel Shweezy. You're watching Cancel Shweezy today. If you're watching, as you can see, that I'm back in the office. And that is an inside joke for the video-only people. And it is not a joke... Uh, for the audio-only listeners, uh, considering you're an audio-only listener, uh... Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God! But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you're checking out Cancel Sweezy today, back in the office. Um, where, uh, Cancel Sweezy, for those of you who know, that's the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. And the only podcast where we are built different. Um, now was the last week... Last week, back in back in 2021, last year, I told you we were built different. But this week, I think we are also built a little different. Uh, this is the show where we are, you know, we're a little different. We're built a little different here. So uh, go thank you for, uh, I guess, checking out the show today. means the world to me that you are here. Uh, you are checking us out. You're either watching us over on the YouTubes or you are... Uh, listening to us on whatever audio platform you are. Maybe you're uh, stuck in traffic for 24 hours because of a snow buildup. You're stuck in your vehicle for over 24 hours and wondering, what am I ever going to do to pass the time? Well, that's what I'm here for you to do. That way you can listen to me. Uh, But sometimes you may be home in your living room. You may be seeing me on... Uh, be like, you know, let's pull, let's pull Daddy Shweezy up on uh, the TV, and we can all sit around as a family to enjoy uh, the show we're about to make today. So uh, that's some really cool stuff. I hope you uh, are ready for the ride. The ride is about to begin. One ride that I'm very particular for is to be a ride or die. First of all, ride or die, bitch. And uh, no greater way to be a ride or die than listening to my two EPs. There's Ride or Die and Ride or Die Volume 2. Those are out wherever you are getting your podcast, whatever podcasting platform that you do get your podcast from. I'm here uh, to let you know that it's perfect. It's just perfect for you. 
It's it's the most perfect thing you could ever do. Is uh, go listen to that music. I also have other EPs, some uh, some stranded singles out everywhere, and uh, yeah. And I really like that. So go check it out. You should be streaming my music nonstop once you finished every episode of Cancel Sweezy or one before the other. Uh, that's up to you. I don't get to control your life. I am just here uh, to guide you on where you should go next. Uh, so you can also go check me out on all social media pages. It's at the Shweezy. Uh, TikTok, especially, we're trying to build up the platform on TikTok. Uh, Instagram, I post a lot over on the gram, the grum, or whatever you say. Uh, Facebook, I try to post a decent amount. And on the Twitter, I've been trying to do better with Twitter. Um, I just feel like all my shouldn't be giving out all my good jokes Try to put some jokes for Twitter, and then I'll put some other jokes uh, for somewhere else. You know, the, the 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 world is young. Y'all want to know my thoughts, I assume, and uh, that's what that's what this is what you came here for. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're just built different. That's all I can really say. Um, some ways you can financially support the show is by checking us out over on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is the one stop shop to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, I am making some updates to the page. Uh, it's more or less deciding what I'm going to do. And once we figure out the what, we can get to the how. Uh, but you can still go over there and help us out financially. Uh, it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Help help support me. Help support Daddy. Daddy. And uh, help us, uh, you know, help us strive to be the best podcast you know even though the lord trademark it's his favorite podcast uh we we do have more other ways you can pod with us my pod is an awesome potty rings uh there's some free stuff you can do like if you're watching the show on youtube right now or checking out the show uh over on youtube uh, what you can go ahead and do is hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and like this, uh, the video. Maybe you're watching a highlight. Uh, I don't know you as well. Maybe I do know you. I don't know. Uh, I know y'all are smart people because you listen to this podcast. And when you leave comments, uh, like you should, a great way to help is to leave comments, especially on the highlights. Great Creates good intellectual discussions. This is an intellectual podcast. Therefore, we are having lots of intellectual conversations. And uh, that's a great way to start intellectual conversations by leaving comments on the internet. So uh, don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And you should definitely 100% go check that out there. Help us out there. Um, obviously, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. Leave a comment. If you're listening to the audio-only platforms, obviously, you should be leaving us a review on those platforms. It seems like a weird thing that people ask you to do, but it really does help because uh, we're always trying to infiltrate algorithms here, and infiltrating algorithms is what you can do uh, to help us out, help us be uh, – the correct kind of people. So go check that out. You can also leave five, four, three, two, one star review. Uh, I want you to leave the star that you feel is the best star for you to leave because I'm not here to judge, but it is pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So there you have it. Uh, do do the right thing. That's a good it's a good lesson for today. Do the right thing and the right thing will do you. Um you can quote me on that. Uh so let's get into previous week right now. Previous week right now for those of you who don't know, uh previous week right now um 
is uh, us right now. You're participating in this too. Uh, we're going over the previous week, and I bet you're wondering, when are we going over the previous week? We're going over it right now. So, therefore I am. Therefore, I will be uh, going over the news right now. So, uh, as Philip Franco would say... Let's just jump into it. So, um, first article is from USA Today, uh, talking to yous about uh, a little bit of a Home Alone situation, a little Kevin McAllister action going on here, going on in this, and so... um, Kind of interested in what they have to say. Uh, Parents arrested after 11-year-old son was found home alone over the holidays. The parents of an 11-year-old boy were arrested in Arizona this week after sheriff's deputies alleged he was left alone at home and had not attended school for at least two weeks. On December 12th, sheriff's officials received a call about a welfare check at a home off of Coral Lane in Elfrida, Conchise County, oh, Alfreda. Conchise County Sheriff's Office posted on social media the caller reported a boy was possibly there alone for an undetermined length of time. Deputies went to the home and found the boy alone. The boy's mother had left to go out of state before Thanksgiving, and his father followed shortly after Thanksgiving. According to sheriff's officials, the boy had been alone until deputies arrived. He told deputies that he had had frozen food and he had not been to school for at least two weeks. Two prior weeks. Deputies were unable to reach the parents and the child was turned over to Child Protective Services. A report was submitted to the Conchies County Attorney's Office and both parents were indicted on suspicion of child neglect charges. They were arrested Wednesday when they returned home from an unknown location. Both were booked into a Conchies County jail on suspicion of three counts of child neglect. They're being held on a $100,000 bond each. So, you know, probably wasn't the best thing for these parents to do. It was probably not a good idea to leave their 11-year-old son home alone. Uh, because what if someone tried to rob the place? Uh, is he that? Is that is he a smart kid? Is he smart enough to know what to do in that situation? Um, because I don't know. Um, if I was home alone at 11, honestly, I probably could have taken care of myself at 11. Um... Yeah, I mean, I knew how to cook frozen pe- frozen food, so that's not that's not hard. I think I was using the oven by eleven. I uh, think that's when I started doing my own laundry, so that wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, the thing, the worst thing is, this kid did not go to school, and that's when problems arose. Uh, when the kid decided not to go to school, he blew the his cover. Um, and, uh, yeah, he blew his cover and he, he messed up. That's when he messed up. That's rough, buddy. Congratulations. You played yourself. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I want to know, cause we don't know the parents intention behind this. Um, I mean, I don't think 11 seems pretty young. I don't know if 11 the best age to, uh, be leaving your 11. I don't think 11 a good age to be left home alone. Um, Problem, yeah. What the hell was going through these parents? They're just like, eh, let's just leave our child there. He can take care of himself. Um, I mean, the kid's alive, so I mean, technically, he could. He he definitely did do it himself, but uh, not sure what else we can say on the situation because uh, 
It's tech. I think this is that was te- this is technically wrong, and uh, that's all I think I have to say. But um, yeah, but if that kid just went to school, he could have had more parties than he did. So uh, I don't know. See, I don't. I don't know that. I know the f- the best thing on paper to do, but uh, in regards to the kid's alive though. So I mean, at the end of the day, the kid's alive. So, what more could there be? All right. So, I think that's all I really have to say on that. We're drinking Diet Coke today, folks. We're, we're working on our figure, apparently. Apparently, we're just going to work on our figure or whatever we're doing. Uh, okay, next one. This is from E. The letter brought to you by the letter E. Tom Holland sends fans into a frenzy after liking a post about how short men have more sex. Tom Holland sends fans into a frenzy like after a post about how short men have more sex. Tom Holland made fans go wild on social media after he liked a post on Instagram that stated that short men have more sex than taller men. Tom Holland is out there living his best life on the interweb. Interweb, uh, get the joke. You get the joke. Uh... Uh, the Spider-Man, No Way Home Star 25, has caught the attention of his fan base after he cheekily liked a post about sex by the publication Lad Bible on Instagram. Uh, the post, shared on Thursday, December 23rd, featured an image of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito from the 1988 film Twins, alongside a tag that read, According to signs, short men have more sex. When... Holland's hilarious Instagram like was captured and shared by the Instagram page. Comments by celebs, his fans quickly swung into action. Uh, swung into action. Uh, in the comments section to share their thoughts. I feel like Tom forgot he's famous, one fan commented. Another added, Tom said, yup, that's me. And a third sent a message of support writing, we love you, our short king. Uh, conversations about Holland, who is five foot eight and his height were few and far between until it was revealed this summer that he began dating the Spider-Man co-star Zendaya, who is taller than him by two inches. Two inches, okay. Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, it's fun. Uh, Good for Tom. Let's short, uh, shorter guys. We don't. We get the shit out of the stick. Uh, uh, so yeah, women like tall guys, and then they're like, "I'm four foot eight, and I want a man who's six five. Um, I yeah, those real unrealistic expectations. It's like a guy being like, "I want to date a fitness model, but I'm also kind of fat. So what?" Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, and the thing is, fitness people stick with fitness people. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know, being tall, being tall looks overrated. It's good. Everyone's happy on the ground, and, uh, yeah, um, but, you know, Tom Holland, he does look like, he, he does look the part of, uh, Peter Parker really well, but just mainly, uh, being that, looking that high school age, you know, uh, he, he looks like, he looks like he can pass for high school. That's a really cool thing about him. And I think that's been the best part of, uh, him as, uh, Peter Parker. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think Zendaya cares. I think Zendaya is cool because it's, and it's, it's weird. Taller girl. Like if you're a tall girl, like you just have to accept the fact that you're probably going to be dating someone could be a little bit shorter than you. It's just a kind of a general fact, I assume. And, uh, and, Women are like, I want you to go six five, makes uh, six figures, and 
and then they look like a potato sack and shit like that. So uh, I don't know. See if uh, Tom Holland can if Tom Holland can be shorter than Zendaya and get Zendaya. There's hope for all men in the world. So uh, best thing we can say here. You probably guessed it. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Suck it dry. Yeah, suck it dry, Mark. Yeah? Ooh. We got something from Country Living, which can only mean one thing. I like that. And I really like that. Uh, Looks like we got another Garth Brooks update. Let's see what's going on with Garth Brooks. Uh, Country music fans go wild after hearing Garth Brooks' major career news. Like I said, it's from Country Living. Friends in Low Places singer Garth Brooks is gearing back up for his highly anticipated stadium concerts. The country singer is known to sell out full stadiums within just a couple of hours. And after having to cancel the remainder of his shows in 2021 due to the pandemic, fans now have another reason to look forward to the new year. Although a hard decision, Garth wants his fans to stay safe after seeing some spikes in COVID cases. He decided it would be best to refund tickets holders to the remaining five cities on his 2021 tour. Luckily for the country singers fans, you can get your hands on Garth Brooks tickets once again. The catch? You have to hop on them immediately. That's right. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, or do whatever you must to remember to grab your tickets because his future tour dates are selling like hotcakes. Uh, Garth dropped the news of his first concert in Baton Rouge in 24 years a few days ago on his Instagram. Now the entire LSU stadium has sold out of its more than 100,000 tickets. If you're a fan and that doesn't light a fire under you, we don't know what will. Other stops on the Garth Brooks Stadium tour include Croke Park in Dublin, Ireland, Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. That's didn't know Camping World was doing that well. Can't make any of those. Maybe this is your sign to make a trip to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Garth recently took to his Instagram to announce a two-night-only event where he'd be performing at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. Uh, He captioned the position with Garth Brooks, the one-man show, is set for Las Vegas two nights only. The concerts will be February 4th and 5th, 8 p.m. at Dolby Live at Park MGM. Needless to say, fans are in for one heck of a performance from the newly awarded CMT artist of a life time recipients i look forward to celebrating my birthday early that weekend in vegas said garth brooks getting to sing and hear everyone singing is my favorite thing um so update on garth um he's doing he's just going back to what he was doing before the pandemic he the big ass stadium tour i I like that i like that uh and he's just doing that so i don't know why Hear Garth Brooks' major career news, like he's doing two nights in Vegas, and how is this? How is this career news? Like he's just this isn't like a new thing. He's like, um, I mean, if Garth would be like, I'm gonna be in Las Vegas for a year doing a whole thing or whatever, um, that makes sense. But what he's actually doing uh, is just going back on his stadium tour, uh, the one he had to stop, restarted, and stopped again, and he's just starting it up again. Uh, doing what he does. I think he, I think he is, uh, him and his team are doing a really good job, um, gauging the anticipation of what they should and shouldn't do in regards to, uh, the touring. I think they're being safe and he's like the biggest act. So, uh, everyone has to kind of follow behind the bigger acts until we get to the smaller acts. And then once we are at the smaller acts, then, uh, Kind of the world moves from there. So, uh, and I really like that. So, yeah, um, I think that's what I have to say on Garth. 
our last article of today. Uh, Nirvana Nevermind Child Pornography Lawsuit Dismissed by Judge. Straight from Entertainment Weekly. A judge dismissed a lawsuit filed by Spencer Eldon, who was photographed as a naked baby on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album cover, and now as an adult accused the band and Geffen Records of profiting off child pornography, according to court documents obtained by EW. Eldon's lawsuit filed in August stated the album's image art was taken and used without his consent and that the nudity of the photo amounted to child porn. The list of defendants named in the suit included former Nirvana members Dave Grohl, Chris No. Why am I not saying this? Chris Novasek uh, and, Ch- and Channing, Chad Channing, Kurt Cobain's widow Courtney Love, and two other managers of his estate, photographer Kurt Weddle and art director Robert Fisher, plus Geffen Records, Warner Records, and Universal Music Group. Variety reported in December that attorneys from Grohl, Novoselk, I'm not going to say his name, Weddle, Love, Cobain, Nirvana, LLC, MCA Records, UMG Recordings, Inc., Universal Music Group, Inc., that David Geffen Company and Geffen Records jointly sought a dismissal of Eldon's sweet suit. Uh, in the motion to dismiss that I reported argued the suite was time-barred and that Eldon spent three decades profiting from his celebrity as the self-anointed Nirvana baby. Judge Fernando M. Alguin presided over the case at the U.S. District Court in Central California and dismissed the suit on Monday after Eldon missed the deadline of December 30th to oppose the defendant's motion to dismiss, according to documents obtained by EW. That's short for Entertainment Weekly, if you didn't know. Uh, the dismissal was given with leave to amend so Eldon could file a new complaint on the defect defects in the defendant's motion to dismiss, but he must do so by January 13th or the suit will be officially dismissed without prejudice. So this is like a weird case that you can go over because, um, to be honest, like, I just think, I don't know, I've always felt uncomfortable looking at the cover for Nevermind. I can't be the only one. It's like, I don't want to see a naked baby. Like, I have friends with kids and I'm like, I don't want to see them naked. That's weird, because then they're going to get older and things are going to get awkward. And I also just don't want to see it. I think that's going to be the main thing. I don't want to see it. And I don't think children are hot at all. I don't think children are sexy. And, um, if you do, um, I don't think, I think we should be tracking your whereabouts, because Children are not sexy, and this may be a controversial thing to say, but I also don't give a fuck. So, um, what I will say is that, um, kids are not sexy, and, uh, every time I've looked at that cover, it's been weird, and how, I don't know how, like, in the 90s, things were a little bit more strict. How did the fucking little baby penis, like, they just allow that on things, you know? They allow that, or like those went through multiple lawyers and are like, okay, um, doing that. Uh, so yeah, um, so it's weird. I don't think that should have been a cover in the first place. Someone, someone should have put a stop to that. Like, like you, you'll hear people, like you'll hear like TV people or whatever hear things that they can't say and do on TV, um, and then uh, you go to. Then you autom- and then you hear like this, like, okay, so we can just let a little naked baby be an album cover with this little dick hanging out, but we can't like you can't say fuck on TV. Like, I don't get that. I don't I don't get any of this. I don't I don't get any of this. And it's weird. And it's weird. But in regards to this 
uh, is it child porn? Because because porn has been so usually because like it's like if someone creates an OnlyFans and they don't post their titties on OnlyFans, are they technically sex workers? Because I don't think you're sex workers. You're kind of just modeling at that point, and I feel like there there is a good difference from modeling and uh, being a sex worker. Um, like if you're getting pounded by five guys at once, you're a sex worker. But if you're posting a picture of yourself covering your titties with your arms, I don't think that's sex work. That's more modeling. Uh, and I don't think this kid was modeling <laughs> or anything. I don't know. It's, it's weird. He, apparently he has been profiting off of this, but it, it's such a weird thing. I don't, it's kind of one of those things that like, I kind of agree with the Eldon. That's his name. Uh, but I don't, but I don't know what actually should happen. It's so weird and gross. Children aren't sexy. We're, that's still a fact. Children are not sexy. And, um, I haven't been told a situation where they are. So, um, I think that's going to be our lesson for today on a previous week right now. Have you ever been hungry? I have. But did you know 40% of the food in the U.S. goes uneaten and $218 billion in food is thrown away every year? When you're hungry, that information will turn you into a Kyle and punch a hole in the wall. But do not fear, my friends. Today's sponsor, Imperfect Foods, is here to save the day. Imperfect Foods is helping to prevent food waste, and so far their customers have saved 139 million pounds of food. They're affordable and convenient, making sustainability more accessible. What I love most is that they meet a lot of different dietary needs. In, mo in moments, I'm stingy with my diet. I always go full throttle on a low-carb diet. They can even hook you up if you're vegan or vegetarian as well. Here is the best part. When you sign up using the link in our description, you can get an $80 credit. Holy shit. That is an incredible deal that you should be taking advantage of. So sign up for Imperfect Foods today, help stop food waste, and get an $80 credit. Remember, when you use our links and promos, you directly support this show. Are you a fat piece of shit who needs to get their life together? Do you want to look like me, the pinnacle of health and nutrition? Well, to be just like me, the greatest athlete of all time, you're going to need health supplements to get the most out of your workout, lose some extra weight, and work towards a healthy lifestyle. That's where today's sponsor, FNX Fitness, is your new hero. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon to water of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So, as some of you may know, or have noticed, or who keep up with the news, or keep up with the world and current events, you would notice that we have made it to another year, uh, the year 2002, two, 2002, did I literally just say 2002, 2022, uh, which is weird because it feels like um 
nothing has happened in the last two years. And everything has happened in the last two years. Uh, therefore, uh, we have to, we have to do, we have to keep moving on, I guess. Uh, I don't think the world, I think the world is just over at this point. I think we're, then what, we get like seven years until everything, can we just wipe everything out? Can someone, there, there has to be a supervillain out there who can just, you know, destroy the world. Why is Jeff, I guess Jeff Bezos likes money. He likes money, so he wouldn't blow up the world because the world has money. And Jeff Bezos loves money. So, therefore, I don't think that uh, we got to find someone to blow up the world. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we had a good run as humans, but I don't think we have anywhere else to go. Uh, so, I thought, I have friends who do vision boards. Um, I've never done a vision board before. Uh I think that sounds stupid, but I'm not trying to shame anyone who does a vision board. However, um, one idea I did have was to create a delusion board. So it's similar to a vision board. Uh, vision board, I guess, are things to inspire you. A delusion board, what I'm with the, I'm trying to, and this is my idea. So we're, um, we created this, I created this, um, with the delusion board, uh, things, you turn your fantasy into a reality, uh, that's, that was, that's my main goal, uh, with this, uh, delusion board, so I made one, I made a delusion board, I did not make a analog one, I made a digital one, uh, one reason is the fact that I don't use magazines, and if I did, I didn't want to cut anything out of them. Uh, second reasoning is uh, is uh, it's easier to talk about on the show. Um, so I'm gonna switch, uh, gonna take you out of the office, and we're gonna go straight into the vision board. Luckily, this green screen will allow me to be on the screen uh, in in regards to my delusion board. So uh, Hopefully that switched everything. I think hopefully I remember to put in the snap. So this is my delusion board. Um, as you see here, uh, a lot of things on here that we can talk about. And uh, and uh, for the audio-only listeners, um, hopefully I will be putting this up, uh, the actual picture up. I'm going to post it on my Instagram, so you're going to need to follow me at the Shweezy. Uh, we're gonna, there is going to be a highlights to this, too. Um, up on the YouTubes, and, uh, yes, and we'll also, uh, figure out, uh, yeah, so you'll see it there, we'll see it over there, so I bet for those of you watching right now, uh, you're probably wondering, explain everything you have on here, and, uh, I bet the audio-only people are also wondering, explain everything that's on here, because I am listening to this, I am not watching this, so it's okay, so hopefully, um, by the time you get to this part, you can see, uh, you can see the picture I post on my Instagram, see everything I have put on my delusion board. Uh, so, um, as Philip DeFranco would say, as my soundboard went offline, let's reconnect the soundboard. As Philip DeFranco would say, let's just jump into it. So, um, 
first thing, the biggest thing on here. Let's just go, let's go straight. Let's go full throttle. Let's go full throttle. To the biggest thing on here, which would be Brie Larson. Now, uh, we are, like I said, we're turning our fantasies into our reality. It's kind of like that. You got to put things out into the world uh, before you can... Uh, you gotta like manifest, help manifest it, or whatever. That's how that's how things work, right? You gotta put it out into the world so you can manifest it, and that's my goal right now. We're we're trying to manifest or womanifest or they themifest. We're not. I'm not trying to be sexist here. So, um, yeah. So let's go into Brie Larson on my delusion board. Um, I'm trying to manifest her into being the love of my life now. I do follow on Instagram. I do see uh, pictures. Sometimes she posts pictures with her boyfriend. Um, but I'm trying to manifest that relationship not existing anymore. Because uh, you can manifest whatever you want in this world. And you got to manifest it for it to come true. So we're manifesting. And I need, I need help from everyone else to help me manifest Brie Larson as the love of my life. Because... Uh, that's who that's who the love of my life is. I know some of you think like, oh, Brie Larson's kind of annoying. I'm like, well, I like smart, funny women, and Brie Larson's a smart, funny woman. And uh, uh, I don't. I guess that's kink shaming. Don't kink shame me on my preferences, okay? Don't don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Uh, that's my hole. That, that's where it spits. That was the wrong. I think that I wanted this one. Man proposes and God disposes. So yeah, uh, don't don't shame me. So I'm trying to manifest Brie Larson as my girlfriend. So I put Brie Larson up on my delusion board uh, to do that. Um, I also did put some ones that are just like already either have or whatever, but I, I should explain it. Uh, I put uh, number one victory royale uh, from Fortnite on there. Uh, I play Fortnite a lot. I want to... I'm already the GOAT, greatest of all time at Fortnite, as many of you already know. I am the GOAT uh, at Fortnite, and uh, you can catch me stream sometimes, twitch.tv slash theshweezy, great way to see me play Fortnite, and uh, just see me be the best there ever was at this game, and uh, yeah, I think, I mean, like, be the best there ever was, and uh, it's gonna be hard for you to try to figure that out without me, so yeah, I think, I think there's something, there's something to be said there. Uh, that I'm the best, but I think sometimes you got to be better than best. Sometimes you got to be, uh, uh, you can't be the, I want to be the boat. Some people want to be the goat, uh, greatest of all time. I'm going to be the best of all time. I am the boat, especially at Fortnite. Uh, don't at me. Don't try to find me. People have been, I've hearing these discussions like, uh, who is better? Shweezy or Ninja? Now Shweezy is a console player. But Ninja is a PC player, so there could there's so much of a difference. Like if Ninja tried to play on Xbox, uh, he would suck. But if Shweezy tried to play on PC, he would suck. You know, the thing with being the goat or the boat is that uh, sometimes you got to realize some people are just as good as you are, and that's the key to being the goat or the boat, because the boat will understand that others can be good at things too, but not as good as them. So um, that's that explains the, the number one victory royale. Um, 
Another one you see there, Marvel Studios. So why do you see that here? Um, so um, I think I may have mentioned, I may have mentioned this in the past or whatever, but uh, I, I think I'd love to be, uh, to play a hero in the Marvel movies. One, they're going to put me on a really strict diet. And uh, so I'm going to look fantastic. I'm going to put me on that Chris Pratt shit right there. Uh, so I'm looking good. But then, uh, you know, it's just, it's just great to be in a franchise and you get to know everything going in, uh, stuff like that. I think I have the charisma to go into be character. I think the best character I could play is Nova. Uh, they've hinted at there being a Nova. I think I could play Richard Ryder perfectly. Uh, I think I got that attitude and that good vibes to play him. Uh, and I could maybe fit into one of the X-Men, but I think, I think I'd fit in as Nova perfectly. I think, you know, I think me being Nova. So I know I, I like to ask the question to other Marvel fans. I think I did it with an episode with uh, Decree. Uh, he was on, I think he'd play a really good Cyclops. Uh, but uh, Cyclops is kind of cocky. I don't know. Uh, it's a weird thing. But uh, I think I think in regards to Nova, I'd be perfect. And I bet they're looking into casting Nova. And uh, maybe, like I said, we, we got to manifest... We ought to manifest our our destinies and our delusion boards. So I did put Marvel Studios. Maybe I could have put down Nova on there, but uh, I don't know. Maybe um, you know I could play a good uh, uh, Harry Osborn to act like a rich kid, rich kid jackass, or whatever you know. Like I could totally, I could totally be a jackass uh, on there and. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, Marvel Studios, I know you're looking for your Richard Rider to play Nova in the MCU, and I'm here. Uh, you just gotta put me on that diet. Uh, that's, you gotta put me on that diet and exercise routine. You gotta get me ripped, which I'm not complaining about. I love having this up. I, I like looking at Brie Larson. I think this has been really, uh, this has been really, uh, convenient for me. It's like good motivation. What would Brie Larson want me to do? And, uh, yeah. Um, you can also see, I do just have podcasts up there. Um, we're, like I said, in, in, in any sort of, uh, circumstance, uh, this podcast is somewhat of a business career type of thing for me. And, uh, want to, I want to always get bigger, better, uh, always get, get as big as you can, uh, make you feel like a, feel like a woman, a real woman. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm always trying to manifest getting this, moving this podcast forward, and I do everything. There's a lot of behind-the-scene things I, I do all the time, trying to, like, we're trying to do green screen now to, uh, that way it's a little bit easier of a set until we make a better set, um, like the adult diapers. It does depend, but we're trying to, we're podcasting. Podcasting, we're, we're getting delusional with how we want our pod, this podcast to be, um, and the delusion is real. The delusion is here. It's real. It's here. It's queer. I guess just get used to it. I mean, honestly, that's all I have to say. It's here. You're here. It's queer. Get used to it. Uh, mainly, uh, what I will say is... Uh, this is the type of guy you get. So, yeah. Maybe maybe uh, we drink Diet Coke to that. finish that can zero calories i can eat anything um and i bet some of you may be confused to see a nickelodeon's kids choice award 
uh, blimp award on here. And, you know, we're getting delusional. Get delusional. That is my, I would say, people are like, do you want to, would you want to win a Grammy? I'm like, well, it'd be nice to win a Grammy. Um, but, like, my expectations with the Grammy would be, like, like, best new artist, you know, and then you can only be nominated for best new artist once. So if you don't, if you get nominated and don't win it, like you're, you'd never have a chance to ever win that again. And that would be in the back of my mind every day. Um, so, that. but I feel like the kids choice award, it's voted by kids. It's for kids. Uh, and it has to be the, one of the coolest. Like, I mean, like the Grammy on the shelf is cool, but it can kind of blend in. The Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award, that stands out. That's a good career goal. The Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. Um, I don't know if I want to get slimed, though, or not. That is uh, still up in the air. But, uh, you know, only the good die young. And uh, we only you, you only live once, I guess, yeah? That's the rule. You only live once. So uh, am I being delusional for winning a Kids' Choice Award? I don't know. Uh, moving on, I think I want to put these two together. I put a Nintendo Switch, and I put uh, my Xbox Series S, uh, the two consoles I do have. Um, one thing with those is, uh, you know, um, I, I mean, I have them, so I don't have to, like, be delusional. I want one of those. Like, those are, I have those. I have, that's what I, I have that. Um I guess one more th things I want to think about uh, is, um, you know, I, I want good games for it. I guess this is, I'm relying on other people at this point. I want good games for it, and I want to play those games. I want to be, have a good time. I want to have good memories playing video games, because video games have probably kept me sane the last two years, whether it's just, you know, the random fun ones that get me through doing it, playing games on Twitch, uh, playing Fortnite and other games with my friends, like all those, uh, those are what's been getting me through, uh, you know, getting me through, uh, life at the moment. And, uh, in times where you really can't play shows, it's hard or it's harder to play shows and you're not playing as many video games have been there for me. I wasn't always into video games, but I think I just recently got into them in, in the last couple of years. And, uh, I, you know, I do say it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy playing those. I love playing them, getting get by with a little help from my friends, and uh, it's, it's just a it's just a great, great, great time. Um, another uh, thing I put on here, I put a pepperoni pizza. Now, for those of you who know me, uh, know I adore pizza. It's my favorite favorite kind of food. Pepperoni exclusive, and I hate it when people. Uh, put way too much stupid shit on a pizza. If you put onions on a pizza, fuck you. Um, I believe I believe I'm a pizza purist. You got your crust, put your sauce, your cheese, and then you should kind of keep like one topping. I believe in like a one topping uh, kind. I'm a one topping kind of man, and uh, you should you should also. I think you should follow my lead. Because when you overcomplicate a pizza, it stops being a pizza. It, it's just, it's annoying. Um, I, I hate it when people are like, yeah, I spent, chopped off all this stuff. And it's like, there's so much stuff on it. I'm like, that's not a pizza. It's like, it, it becomes something not a pizza. And I it annoys me. 
And that that annoys the shit out of me. And I don't like that. And you shouldn't like it either. Um, we need we make pizza great again. Maybe we should make those hats. We'll get some red hats. Maybe we can put make pizzas great again. Uh, because I absolutely despise when people, especially be like, fancy specialty pizza. It's not pizza. That's just like, I don't even know what to call it. It's not pizza. I mean, Chicago-style pizza, I mean... It, it can exist, but I, I feel like it shouldn't count as pizza either because it's just so far off the original idea of what a pizza is supposed to be. Detroit-style pizza, uh, if you want like a thicker crust type of pizza, Detroit-style. That is the shit right there. Um, they do like, they put sauce and cheese up to the edges and then the cheese like kind of get that burnt, you get these burnt crispy bits on the side. Oh my, my goodness, folks. One of the best some of the best stuff you can ever get. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you right now. It's some of the best stuff you can ever get. Uh, New York style is my favorite. I'd say Detroit style is, uh, Detroit style is my second. Um, I don't know if we could consider St. Louis style pizza, uh, one of the best styles of pizza. Um, but I remember because, uh, when I was a kid, uh, we'd visit, uh, my aunt, we have our family in St. Louis and we go visit them and, uh, we'd always get Emo's pizza. I M O not Emo. It's like your lipstick, your collar, don't bother Angel. I know exactly what goes on. Uh, so not that kind of Emo. Uh, and, uh, we get Emo's and you know, it has like this, it's a cool cheese blend they have on it. It's like cracker crust, obviously. So if you really hate thin, thin crackery crust pizza, like you're gonna, you can leave, I guess that's, that's, that's the thing we can say. Uh, so I, I kind of have a fondness to that. I don't know if I would consider one of the best of all times, but if I'm in St. Louis, I may, may get some emos. Uh, that's, that's a cool thing. Um, and then you also, it's weird when you think about Pizza Hut's original pan pizza, uh, because they originally kind of made it like focaccia, focaccia bread, probably saying that hundred percent wrong, but, uh, and then kind of made a pizza out of that, which is so original at the time when you're making it. And I don't know if that's considered Kansas, any sort of Kansas style pizza, but it might not be. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, and, uh... This is the type of guy you get. So, yeah, there's, there's that, um, pizza. Let him win go, and I bet you're all wondering, why is there a bottle of Tabasco sauce? That's the Chipotle, uh, smoked Chipotle Tabasco sauce, which is the perfect thing on Mexican restaurants. You can get it at Chipotle, uh, you can get it at a Chipotle, and that's, like, a different one, and it's, it's a little... I, I like both Tabasco sauce. Uh, this one's a little bit... Like, this one's good for, like kind of Mexican style food. Uh, but, uh, the regular ones good on like pizza and everything else. So, uh, you got to pick your poison. But, uh, one reason I put that on there, one, I've been trying to increase my heat tolerance because, uh, because I want, because I've always been a goal of mine to do, uh, to do a like food eating contest and I've kind of realized now that the older I'm getting, I'm not going to be able to do uh, probably like a big bulk style of food like I possibly could. But I don't know, like I may just end up in the end not being that good at it. But uh, with, I mean, in regards to like spicy, I think I could keep up with that. Um, the big thing in regards to that, what I got to do, I'm, I'm looking things on my computer too, Um the main thing you got to focus on in regards to that is, uh, making sure you don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your eyes. Um, 
don't touch your nose. Uh, you got to do realize that. And uh, bane, one of the big things is you got to get used to the pain. Now, the pain is going to suck. But uh, the thing is you kind of have to power through it. A lot of them, they won't give you like water or milk to go with it until like so much time has passed or you have to finish everything. Um, it's like that. So I think spicy food is going to be my uh, my the my strategy I want to do. So find a good, you know, maybe hot chicken place in Nashville or something like that. We go go there, do the contest, and I think I can win. I think I could win. So I'm trying to build up my heat tolerance. And uh, so I think it's not like full-time training, but it's mild training. And the goal is to keep moving harder, faster, stronger, daddy. And we can kind of get there from here. Um, so I think there's only two things I'm seeing left. There's an iPod and there is a Logic Pro session open. So the iPod, the iPod, which I want to represent is music, new music coming out, uh, from other artists because I'm, it's weird to see, like you meet people in the music industry and some of them, it just doesn't seem like they actually like music. It's weird. Um, I absolutely adore music. I could talk about bands. I could talk about artists. I can talk about history of music just for hours on it. It's just something I love. I realize it's not everyone's favorite thing. So, uh, I don't talk about it if it sounds like someone doesn't give a shit, but I can bring up random ass points. Uh, and I don't know. I just love music and you hear people don't like music. And it's like, why are you trying to work in this industry? It's just music's so great. And, uh, I can talk about it for hours. So the iPod I'm wanting I want it to be the manifestation of good music uh, coming from all other artists out there. I want good music to listen to. I want music that will make me uh, make me question, make me wonder, and make me realize new things about myself. Because sometimes you just you can sit down and have music, and then you just kind of realize something about yourself, and like this is a way I can move forward from here and live a better life. I like that. Um, the logic session, I think that's our final thing of today is going to represent me writing new music. I was considering myself somewhat of a songwriter first. And so I could have put like a guitar or a piano there, but I really wanted to put a logic session into my delusion board because I feel I'm, I feel in my life that I, my best songs are yet to come and I got to keep focusing keep being delusional and keep moving forward, uh, to get to make, making my best music. And that's my goal. Uh, my, uh, my best songs are yet to come. I can keep, I gotta keep working, keep grinding, gotta keep making the best music I can possibly make. And we gotta go full throttle. Let's go full throttle to making the best music that we can possibly get. And, uh, that's my delusion board. A very, uh, very, uh, you know, these are just a couple things. I kind of, I very much put this together a little too fast. Can I remember I thought about it, thought of things I did want to put on it. And then I was like, oh, today I had to go in and just go ahead and make it. So, uh, yeah, this is my delusion board. Now, here's the thing. I want you to make a delusion board or leave a comment on the YouTubes on there or uh, hit us up. I think our email is still theshwedcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, send me things. You're either make one, uh, you could cut it out and make those, or you could uh, 
just write out what you would put on your delusion board uh, because I would love to hear. I'd love to hear what we're putting on our delusion boards because vision boards are too overrated at this point. Uh, when you say a vision, because sometimes a vision board is a delusion board. At least when we make our delusion boards, we can agree that at least we're right. And uh, I'm right. And uh, I don't think I have to explain myself any further. You wouldn't download a car, so why should these random websites get your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private, while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed anytime, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for an, any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. Uh, you can just cancel at any time, uh, and that way you're not getting charged every month and you're not forgetting about that ongoing subscription. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Do you ever just casually solve world hunger and think, I wish I could get alcohol delivered to me? Well, lucky for you, today's sponsor Drizzly is here to the rescue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our links in the description today, you can save $5 off your purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, folks, so uh, I know we've had a lot of problems. The new year, we got new problems. I know all of you have them, and so I feel like it's now the opportunity for me to go ahead and uh, solve all your problems for you here in the office, which you won't get if you're an audio only. So sometimes some of us have to have some inside jokes from the rest of everyone. So, uh Let's let's look into this. Uh, our first question we got for the day: uh, Do you guys actually care about stretch marks slash cellulite? Uh, I'm a 21 year old F, probably for female, and I've never had the best body, and I was always a little cubby. That's what it says. Always a little cubby. Anyways, I recently just got my first stretch marks along my lower stomach, and it's taken a huge blow to my body confidence. I feel like if anyone sees it, it'll be embarrassing. Do guys actually care about them? I've heard people say different things, and I just want a general consensus. Um, so yeah, this is weird. First of all, I don't think I know what cellulite looks like, and I can guarantee I've been with a woman who has had cellulite, and, uh, or whatever, or 
it's not, I was going to say scoliosis. And I'm like, I don't think scoliosis is a real thing uh, or the right term. It's a real thing. It's like not the right uh, term to go with. Um, so that's a, uh, you know, stretch marks. Um, honestly, though, I don't know any guys who have specifically said no stretch marks. Um, honestly, yeah, it doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like a, concern for me like if if you're dating someone who's had a kid you're obviously going to see stretch marks and I don't know if there's is there an actual way to get rid of stretch marks like naturally I heard like cocoa butter or whatever that fuck that shit is um but I've never actually I don't know if there's any I think I have some stretch marks too uh on the gut but uh honestly though um so if you're a woman if you're if you're a lady you're a female out there and you uh you are Worried about cellulite and stretch marks. Um, first of all, I don't think most guys know what cellulite looks like. And because I don't. And so it's not a problem for me. Um, but if a guy is really picky on stretch marks, uh, their standards are probably a little too high. Let's be honest. Because uh, I feel like every, this, most most people, I know if you're, if you're a little fat, you got, you got some stretchies. Um, but, uh, or if you're a little cubby, like this person says, but I don't think, I wouldn't say that I would, um, if I was going to give you some advice, I would say, don't worry about it. Um, there's plenty of more things about your body that you don't like. And that it's a weird thing because we all hate our own bodies. It's just a fact of life. We all hate our own bodies. Uh, the big thing I, I think about is that, uh, um, sometimes the things we hate about our bodies are pretty fucking stupid and uh, kind of useless to uh, the rest of the world and kind of what we think in regards to that. So, I, you know, I'm, I want to say um, most guys don't care about your stretch marks. Um, and if they and if they do, I feel like stretch marks will get to a point where it's like if you have – if a guy is concerned about your stretch marks, um, his standards are probably a little too high and I would – highly suggest probably not being with them to, uh, just to be clear, because I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a good excuse to being like, Oh, oh she's gross. She has stretch marks. I'm like, well, stretch marks are gross. And then I, mean, I wonder how many models have stretch marks and that you can easily just Photoshop out. I don't, yeah, yeah. I know Photoshop. I know how to do, I could do that in Photoshop. Uh, I can guarantee you probably a lot more people have stretch marks like models or whatever you see and it just gets photoshopped out. It's not that hard. Um, so I would say to all the ladies out there or even to everyone, um, I don't think stretch marks should be a deal breaker. And if they are for you, if a deal breaker for you is stretch marks, um, what do you look like? That's going to be, that's going to be a good question to have. What do you look like that requires you to need someone who doesn't have stretch marks because even people who are super in shape probably can get some too. It's the stretch marks don't discriminate, uh, between anyone. That's just a, that's just a general common, common denominator between all of us. So, uh, maybe we are born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Um, anyways, let's, uh, go on another one. Uh, do that many foreigners think we Germans are still racists or even Nazis? 
even after all these years? When I'm scrolling through the comments on Reddit or YouTube, I sometimes pick up on the comments like, hell, that's racist as fuck. Maybe they are from Germany or racism in Germany. Huh? Never heard of it. Of course, it's a bit over-exaggerated, not nearly. Everybody will think like that, but it's not still not that rare to find similar comments. Do people still think we haven't learned our lesson since 1945? Um... So, I've taken history classes, and therefore I know um, when, if you're going to refer to a racist country, you say Nazi Germany, uh, because current Germany is not Nazi Germany. Uh, That is, current Germany is just Germany. And uh, and, and it is weird thinking about it, because I live in the United States, uh, if you haven't heard from my voice, and uh, when you think about, like, allies of the United States, like Germany's one, Italy's one, uh, and Japan is one, like those have, those have all been forgiven from their war crimes. It's funny. And like America is like still weird with Russia, even though, uh, we were on the same side of that war. So it's weird. And, uh, so I think, you know, if you, if you've taken a history class, you know, after the war, things had to get fixed in all those countries and so you know. But however, uh, Germany is probably a little bit different uh, from the others, mainly because they had the concentration camps. Uh, the worst thing to ever happen, uh, in one of the worst things to ever happen in the world. Um, you hear about people touring Auschwitz and stuff like that, and they see, like, yeah, there's scratch marks on the shower walls and stuff like that. My grandpa uh, in World War II apparently... Uh, went to Auschwitz, uh, I think like day two after they discovered what it was. And, uh, I don't think he thought it was fun. And I think, and I kind of think it's weird that you can get a tour of it, even though there's some good historical significance of it. Um, I'm just like, do you want to go tour Auschwitz? Uh, I'd be like, I'm gonna be honest. No, it sounds like a bummer. Like, why are we trying to bum ourselves out? Aren't we in a Aren't we close to uh, Amsterdam or something like that? And Frank House and drugs. That's what we got to do. So um, I think mainly when people say that, if they say racist like Germany, um, they probably didn't pay attention in history class, but uh, you, but they probably are meaning Nazi Germany from that era. Because when you say Nazi Germany, it uh, clears up a lot of confusion uh, because... Nazi Germany, there's a big difference from current Germany from Nazi Germany. Uh, they made some pretty big steps. And Germany has typically been good of, like, do not, we are not that anymore. We fixed that shit. Uh, we are no longer that. And, uh, respect. I don't, I don't consider German, like, Nazi. I, I would consider not, I would say, if I was going to be, like, if we're going to go to a country that was racist, uh, Nazi Germany you would say, I would say Nazi Germany, or you could just say, uh, the United States, because we're pretty racist here too. Um, we had Japanese concentration camps and I don't think those were cool at all. I think we probably currently have, uh, fucking, uh, uh, south of the, uh, kids in cages. That's what we have now. We got kids in cages. Is that a step up or a step down? We're not killing them, but I don't think they're surviving very well. So, Yeah, that's my thoughts there. 
Okay, number three is a good info. Why do I have to take a massive shit every time I go jogging? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so what I believe is um, your body is moving your colon and your bowels. So I'm gonna make a. I'm kind of making a guess from uh, everything I know about pooping, which I do know a lot about the poops. So uh, I've educated myself. Uh, in regards to uh, the poops, uh, everybody poops. Uh, I don't know if Betty White poops, not anymore. Rest in peace, Betty. We miss you. Um, we'll miss you, Betty, for the rest of our lives. So, um, in regards to that, so I think uh, when you're running, uh, you know, you're everything's kind of moving, and uh, then I think it just sets off like a trigger in your body. Be like, hey, man, we got waste, and we got to get rid of it now. And, uh, and I don't think it's that uncommon, uh, when you see people, uh, not the professional runners, if you see no real runners, uh, they know not to shit their pants when they do races, but, uh, you see people who do like 5Ks, which I don't know why you would do a 5K, and people pay money to run 5K, I'm like, I'd pay that money to not have to do that, and be like, hey, uh, you're in this predicament now, so you either have to give us this money, or do you have to run 5K, I'd be like, I will give you the money, that sounds... Uh, like the best deal we could be making right now is me giving you money so I don't have to run. You were like, let's go for a hike. I'm like, no, but we can get a good picture on our hike. Well, I'm okay at Photoshop. We don't have to, we don't have to go outside. We can stay inside, uh, and I will Photoshop us all, uh, into a good hiking photo. So yeah. So mainly with jogging, um, Back to our topic of hand, mainly with jogging. Uh, what I will say, or what I believe, uh, the reason why you have to shit every time is because it's uh, kind of triggering uh, that part of the colon, your bowels, uh, your butthole, uh, and uh, things are moving. And then things are moving, and that's like a trigger uh, to your body telling you to get rid of this waste. Um, but I think more importantly, the advice we should be giving you is uh, do not uh, fart while you run uh, because it could be a shit. And I've never made that mistake, but a lot more people have. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to save the day and uh, be your hero. There goes my hero. It's ordinary. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, our next question how to make my dad tolerating gays. Situation is like this. My dad has questionable views on LGBTQI plus people. He says he has no problem with lesbians, but he just can't tolerate gays. I tried to change his mind, but he is unpleased. What should I do? Okay, so I think I have an answer to this problem. And I think... Um, I'm not going to say this is my problem, but I think I figured out why some people have this problem. Because uh, obviously, uh, we all know being attracted to a man, being attracted to men is a mental illness. Uh, women are attracted to men. That's a mental illness. Uh, men are attracted to men. That's a mental illness. But being attracted to a woman, like being a woman being attracted to a woman, or a man being attracted to a woman is... Uh, is not mental illness. That is just normal. We should all be attracted to women, uh, but, you know, some people are attracted to men, and you know what? That's okay. Um, I think your dad does not mind gay men. 
I think he has this weird situation in the back of his mind where he thinks uh, tolerating gay men means he has to fuck gay men or like he doesn't want to, he really doesn't want to have sex with men. And I think that's why he has a problem with it. Uh, from what I'm saying, I'm making a big leap here in making this guess, but I really think I'm honest when I'm saying this right now. I think he's worried. That means he has to fuck men or let men fuck him. And I don't think, and it's hard to teach someone that case where, um, to teach him the case like, well, hey, you can be friendly, you can be friends with gay people and be friends with men, and it doesn't mean you have to fuck them. You can fuck whoever you want as long as it's consensual on both ends. That's the, that's the secret to life. Everything's, every, you, can, you can have sex with anything as long as it's consensual uh, and of age. Like we, like we talked about earlier, kids are not attractive. And so I think he has to realize that uh, uh, he doesn't have to fuck men. And once he realizes that, once he can kind of process that and take it to heart, once he, once he realizes that all he has to do, uh, then he can be like, you know what? I don't think this is a problem for me anymore. I think I can go on with the rest of my life with all that information. Come on world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Um, yeah. So I think hopefully I answered that correctly. And in the 100% way possible that I did answer the question. Um, so yeah, just convince your dad that, you know, do you, do you think you have to fuck gay people to be accepting? Because he's like, I can accept lesbians because I could fuck a lesbian. But like, then like with men, it's like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to accept them. Once you realize that, um, your life is fine. So yeah, and uh, that's, that's, that's the way life is. So, okay. The next question we have here, why are bisexual men looked at as gross, but bisexual women are sexualized? Not just by straight men, but also straight women. Okay, so I think there's a couple reasons for this. One, like I mentioned before, being attracted to a man, it doesn't matter what gender you are, but being attracted to a man is a mental illness. And however, it's okay. And you know what? We can accept that. We've grown as a society to know that anyone can be attracted to a man. Um, even though, I'm like, I'm sorry you're attracted to men. Uh, I would say that to women, and I will say that to men. In the non-binaries, the they-thems of the world, uh, can they can be attracted to men. And, uh, you, know, you know, you just feel sorry for them. It kind of stinks that you're attracted to men. Uh, it's the worst thing. So, um that, I think that's one thing because it, it's just the idea of being attracted to a man is just uh, uh, women just have to deal with it. Um, why more bisexual women are sexualized? I'm going to make a radical guest, guest or guest or I guess that it is pornography making that decision for all of us um, because a lot of woman on woman and then threesomes, uh, two women, one man. Uh, winning the belt, uh, as I would like to say. Uh, and so, yeah, so I think, um, I think those are the two big reasons bisexual men are looked at as gross because being attracted to man is a gross, but you know, there's so much porn out there, women, women with women porn out there that I believe, I think there's more of that than the regular stuff, to be honest. Like if you scroll through a porn stars page, it's like, you it's a lot more with women than it is with men. And, uh, 
whatever your kink is, but don't be homophobic and then look at lesbian porn. That's not cool. If you're going to be homophobic, you can't, you're not allowed to do, watch same-sex porn. That's, that's the rule. Uh, go to your, go back to Chick-fil-A and eat your soggy chicken sandwich. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so, I uh, hope I answered that question perfectly. Like, I mean, I, I obviously answered it perfectly, but um, to sum it up for those who dozed off for a second, uh, being attracted to men is gross, and uh, there's a lot of women porn, women with women porn. So that is the way we sum it up here on this on this show. Uh, okay. How do trans and non-binary people know they're trans or non-binary? How do these people know how they feel? I'm a female because that's just what I am. I don't feel a particular connection towards being a woman. Like, I feel like I'm just a person who happens to have a vagina. Therefore, that's what I am, if that makes sense. I don't understand how people can feel so strongly about being in a wrong body. So, can someone please educate me on this? So, I'm a cis male. I'm 100% qualified to be... Uh, answering this, but from the, the, tr- the train, I almost said tranny. What's wrong with me? Like, I know you don't say that. Um, I know from some trans friends, um, and some, from the non-bonds, I like to, I'm trying to catch on non-bonds for the non-binaries, uh, that, uh, you, I mean, so, so, like, I kind I'm with you there, so you're a female, and, uh, so you've never had to, like, you've always felt comfortable being a woman and it's just yeah it's just how it is and i think that's for all the cis people out there um you don't you don't think about that but then you meet you meet uh and then you know um then there's people who don't necessarily have that comfortability where you know uh they feel like there's something off in their in their life uh gender dysphoria dysphoria i think that's what it's called uh especially for the, the trans folks out there, they'll, like, they'll just be, there's something, they just feel so, there's so much dysphoria with their body, uh, and I don't know how to necessarily describe that, because I don't know, I don't, I, I can't, I can only talk from experience, and so they just feel so wrong in their body, and it's just like a, it sounds like a headache, and, uh, so I'm just like, yeah, let's just, uh, let's switch you up, just, uh, just, just be what you want, be what you feel is right, and, uh, uh, it's also with non-binary, uh, and with the non-binary, it's kind of like, you know, I don't really feel like a man, and I also don't feel like a woman. Um, and so I was like, maybe I'm somewhere, maybe I'm just neither, and that's why non-binary exists, and it makes sense, uh, non-binary. Uh, it's the every other gender that's like, I'm, I'm a zimzer. After after we get kind of there, it's kind of, it gets a... Uh, it's a little, like, it's a little headachey. Um, so, yeah, I think it's obviously for someone who's, who would technically identify as cis, like, you're not gonna, you're, you, it is kind of confusing in a way to think that, uh, it's like, oh, you're just like, I've, I'm just a man and, uh, feel fine with it. And obviously with me is, it's like, I do all this girly shit sometimes and like my hair. And it's like, you know, um, I would still, I still feel like a man on the, at the end of the day don't feel like a woman or want to be, feel like, feel like a woman. I mean, there's wanting, but I feel like it's, you are, and it's like, you know, living this guy life isn't for me. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a lady, and, uh, respect, respect, and, uh, you know, you know, you, you know, people, like, they, they put in the effort, and I always think people who switch genders and they put in that effort 
because I can't imagine those like testosterone or estrogen shots are are fun to take. I cannot imagine those look those look fun. Uh, oof, those do not look fun. So, um, so obviously you know you have the crazy ones out there, but you know it, it's just it's a it's an experience that you don't understand and feeling not being comfortable. The best thing to do, I would say, is hat make some trans slash non bond friends out there, um, uh, and then very, very nicely ask them their experience and kind of, you know, try to understand it and understand it in the, uh, polite way, the politeness that we all know, uh, to do. And, uh, this is the type of guy you get. So yeah. Feel like a woman, a real woman or a man or a non-bond, uh, whatever the fuck you want to be. I don't give a shit. So we are here. We made it to our last question of this evening. Um, who is the most recognizable Star Wars character? This is the question posed by my 12-year-old. Uh, we found a bunch of best characters, but we are curious. Who would people recognize without knowing slash seeing the movies? Thanks. Um, so when I initially, now reading this, my initial, my initial thought was Darth Vader. Like, Darth Vader, I mean, he's the main villain of episode four, five, and six. Uh, the helmet, the voice, I mean, it's James Earl Jones's voice. Uh, the helmet is so unique. Everything is just so unique about the character. I would say that Darth Vader hundred percent would probably be, uh, the first person you go, you think of when you do that. Um, I, cause that's what I did. in the first thing in my mind. So who was the first star Wars and then star Wars character. And then first thing I would say, Darth Vader, uh, Luke Skywalker, another one, um, but I feel like the more human characters are probably, uh, going to be lower on the list. Um, as much as you mean like Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, uh, you know, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Han, uh, Han Solo, uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Like those are the human characters. And, you know, I don't think they'll, I mean, some people could say Luke Skywalker first, but, uh, I think, uh, like if you have to go with the first thing that comes to your head, uh, in like a life or death situation, I think most people can say Darth Vader, um, Chewbacca, I think is up there just because he's like half, like a Bigfoot type character. And, um, it's easy to think about it. Like Bigfoot, uh, Chewbacca, um, Yoda is up there, a little green frog thing is up there. So I would, I would mainly say, uh, if we're going to, if we're going to make this debate, um, not saying this is the most popular or that we're just talking about most recognizable. And I think the first one that would come to people's mind maybe would be Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Yoda, um, it's going to be the non-human characters, I would say, because I feel like those stand out a little bit more than, uh, the human, than the, or than the humans, I guess I would say the humans as a dog would say. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I would love to hear other people's thoughts, like who you would think, I know, so maybe some people will go with the humans and, uh, pick that over, um, over all the others. And, uh, I don't know. We, we all are we all are, have our own opinions and I feel very wholesome right now, uh, talking about this. We talk about how being trans is good and, uh, how you can sleep with anyone you want. This, this has been a very wholesome advice column. And, uh, maybe, maybe next week we just got to get really dirty and just really offensive. Maybe, maybe I've lost my touch. Maybe I'm not as offensive as I used to be. Um, who, who do I need to piss off? I, Q people are fun to piss off because they're already stupid, and so uh, it's easy to piss off stupid people. But uh, anyways, though, um, 
now we finish that, that's when we're finishing today's episode. I think this one's a little bit shorter than most, but, uh, you know, uh, the heart wants what it wants. And, uh, just, uh, I'm here to bring you shows. We'll be back next week. And, uh, thank you for listening to Cancel Shweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark's favorite podcast. Uh, if you like me, please follow me on social media at the Shweezy. want to build up them followers. I want to hear from you. I want you to DM me. Uh, and be like, you up? And I'll be like, yeah, probably up. Probably up. Unless you're texting me at like 6 a.m. Like, I'm not up. I'm not up. Uh, so go check that out. Obviously, the Lord's Favorite Podcast. We're built different. Y'all know this. We're built different. Um, I'm built different. And, uh, yeah, uh, go check out my music on the, all the streaming music platforms. Uh, and uh, hit us up on Patreon for financial support. And uh, free shit, like I said. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Uh, subscribe, obviously, if you're on the YouTubes. Uh, if you're on your audio-only platforms, uh, leave a review. Give us a star rating, whatever star you agree with it. And, uh Obviously, share this with your friends, all your friends who could be better people uh, if they tried. Uh, So thank you so much. 2022, uh, I'm hoping for a good year this year. I'm not trying to jinx it, uh, knock on wood. Uh, We're not trying to jinx it this year, but I want this to be be a good year, and I'm hoping I can uh, continue to make the Lord's Trademark's favorite podcast. So uh, thank you, everyone for coming with us today. Uh, Honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, look at you, hun. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Shweezy. Thank you so much. Make sure, wherever you're watching or listening to the show, that you press the subscribe button and leave us a review as well. Like always, I just want to remind you once again to stay awesome.